0: All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. I have Hope here seated in my lap. We are working from the kitchen like normal, um, all set up, sipping on some coffee, and we are officially almost one week post-show. Wow. I can't believe I'm recording this episode because I had such high expectations for myself this prep Um, For those of you who don't know this about me, I have been competing in bikini competitions. So that is for the NPC Federation. There's a bunch of different federations out there. That's another podcast for another day. Um, But I've been competing since 2015. I'm going to go through a little bit of my show history here um, and then specifically talk about this 2019 prep. But Okay. So I've been competing since 2015. I did my first show, prepped myself, wasn't in conditioning at all, but that's when I fell in love with the stage and I knew I wanted to turn pro in the sport. Um, I was 20, 20 years old. I had just turned 21. Yes. Um, wait, no, I was 20. Wow. I'm lost. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I was 20 years old, 2016. I competed in two, no, three shows. Um, then 2000 and two, in 2016, I got, um, second. So I had nationally qualified in 2017. I won my class. Um, and I went, I'm like, so lost on my show history. Jeez Louise. And I competed in the Arnold classic. I competed in a total of eight NPC competitions, um, a long season for that prep. I had dieted down from November because, you know, I competed in the Arnold, which is in March. And then I didn't stop prepping until June. So that was, that was like a prep right after a super long four month off season for my previous prep. Um, and then 2018 I competed in three shows, I took six at junior nationals. So four placements away from a pro card. Um, and I prepped all the way from, I believe it was beginning of February into my first show, which was a 14 week prep looked great, crazy, amazing conditioning. I've never seen my body look like that. And then we dialed it in even more for junior nats looked even freaking crazier, um, more conditioning. And then We went into NPC Universe, which this was all with Coach Paul, Paul Rivella. And then my feedback was, you need more muscle and you're too lean, which I agreed. Like, I looked back at pictures, and although I think I looked great, super lean, great symmetry, I just need more muscle mass to my frame. So from there, I decided that I was going to take an off-season and start prep in February. Um, Paul really encouraged me to take a year off me being the stubborn Taurus that I am. I did not take a year off, um, but I think that was roughly eight months. And then I had a breast augmentation in December. I'm not talking about breast implant illness in this, um, podcast, nor do I believe I have breast implant illness, but I did want to touch upon that because that is a major surgery and that is another trauma to the body. Um, and that's going to take place in me talking about my 20 19 prep. So, um, you know, getting an augmentation, it is a, it's a big surgery. Uh, You're getting silicone implants in your chest cavity, which is cutting down your chest muscle. And it's not allowing for you to be physically active or really get your heart rate that high for a couple weeks on end. So that was done beginning of December. I was back in the gym. I would say more full intensity, um, about four weeks later. And then I started a prep the first week of February. So we are finally in 2019 and we can finally start talking about this 2019 prep. So I have set very high expectations for myself as a competitor guys. Again, I've been around the block. I've competed in, I think, not including, well, yeah, including this year. I think I'm at, I should do a show count. I'm so lost. <laughs> uh, this is me at 10.30 a.m., only two cups of coffee in, and probably still prep brain from the dieting. But I, um, I've competed in like 18 NBC shows with the Arnold Amateur and also doing um, five national shows. So, yeah, I'm just going to sip my coffee now. Ooh, that's really hot. Okay. So I started this prep and man was this year a journey. We're going to talk about some life shit too. February first week of prep. Weight was not super fast. Um, I think I lost roughly a pound or two, which is okay. Um, and my macros are pretty high. I was still like kind of surprised with how much food I was eating. But I had gained a lot of weight um, in January. So I was maintaining a nice range above stage weight, roughly um, 15 pounds above stage weight, which again for like that season in 2018, I got so lean guys. Like I looked a little emaciated, I'll be honest and just too lean. Um, and I hate using those words, but I didn't look healthy and I didn't look good. so like I felt good when I put the, that initial five pounds on. Like I wanted weight on my body because I felt like I looked sick. Um, but then the additional 10 pounds was needed for having my hormones in an optimal place and just having me feel like I'm like healthy and functioning. But after my augmentation, I had gained 10 pounds in a month and I'm not blaming it on the surgery, but I think that it was a lot of just life stress that I was going through. So at the time I was dating someone who was, um, very like a little emotionally abusive to me. And they were also cheating on me and it got really messy. And I had so much life stress on me. I had um, moved out of my home, which was in Akron, Ohio. I moved out when he went to work. So literally packing all my bags, trying to take my dog with me, which you guys know, I used to have pepper, which I now have hope. Get it? Like why I named her hope? You guys will get it anyway. Um, I lost my dog. I was just going through a big life change in a very short time frame. So in 24 hours I moved out of the his house. I broke up with him. I left him. And then um I couldn't move back in with my parents because I didn't have like a bed set up. Um, And I, like, am very weird with living with my parents. I feel like once you move out of your parents' house, like, you should just kind of stay out of there. And for me, like, I thrive off of my independence. So my best friend at the time was like, hey, like, my parents are going to be moving to Columbus soon and, like, giving me the house. So if you want to live with me, we can do that. Unfortunately, her parents are having a hard time closing on a house. And that left me incredibly uncomfortable um, because I felt like I was using – her and using her parents. Like, I guess I just have a hard time with people doing favors for me, but I think everyone was just like feeling bad for me to be honest. And I, I don't know. Like I was really happy. The fact that I broke up with this person and left them, but I was very lost. and like, okay, now what I'm going, what am I going to do with my life? Um, so again, big life stressor in a prep, not ideal. Most people would have ended their prep right there, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to keep going. My heart rate that whole two weeks after my breakup was elevated. So this is adrenaline. Um, adrenaline's released whenever something traumatic happens in your life, kind of like after a car accident. If you've ever been in one, you feel your heart pacing at a very rapid rate. That's what this was. I was literally running off of adrenaline, you guys. So that first, first week of prep, I lost about two pounds. Second week of prep, I lost eight pounds. I lost eight pounds in a week crazy. Um, and I was hitting my macros. I was hitting my cardio and I was hitting my training. I wasn't under eating. I wasn't starving myself. I wasn't doing any overeating on my prep. I was just like, you know what? We're going to just execute the plan because life feels out of control right now. So right now I'm just going to focus on my prep and my business. And that's exactly what I did. Um, I felt really bad too, because I was so tunnel vision on my prep and my business that I like shut a lot of people out. Of my life and was just in like a grind mode and a grind phase again. And I think a lot of like my guards and barriers were up to just due to the fact that I had been really hurt from this person that I trusted. Um, so when Paul saw that huge drop in my weight, we didn't want to make any changes because you know I've lost about 10 pounds in the first two weeks of prep, and we're like, dang, this is gonna be the world's easiest prep. We were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. Um, so now I was stuck at around one thirty two pounds and again I'm gonna reference weight, but know that rate rate no. know that weight is not um you're not judged on your weight. Like what 132 pounds looks like on me is going to look different on everyone. And it's not to say that you should strive for any of these numbers that I'm talking about. This is just my own personal body. Um, and what I weigh. Okay. So I was 132 pounds. We felt like we didn't need to make any sort of changes to macros or cardio due to the fact that I dropped so much weight. And then, um, the following week, my weight didn't move at all. The following week, my weight didn't move at all. The following week, my weight didn't really move at all. So that's like three weeks. I'm like, okay, I think I'm at like a, a plateau a sticking point, which I know my body's sticking points. The first one is 135. The second one is 132. The third one is like around 128, 129. My body fights me a lot during prep, you guys. It's not easy for me to lose weight or get stage lean. But my body was fighting me really hard, so around this time it was mid March I decided to book a flight down to Tampa, Florida because I had always wanted to live in Florida um after I graduated college in twenty when did I graduate college twenty seventeen I wanted to move to Florida with my ex boyfriend at the time which God bless that didn't happen um but I figured now that I am. I felt like a free woman. (laughs) Honestly, I felt really liberated now that I don't have anyone holding me back or anything. Like I, I didn't need to find a job because I work for myself. Um, I'm so blessed to have that capability of taking my laptop anywhere and working wherever I'd like. But I figured, you know, this is the silver lining, Nicole, like this horrible thing happened to you. Like you lost your dog, you lost your home, like you lost you lost your trust in people and wow. Okay. And I figured I could take this opportunity and begin again and have the life I've always pictured and imagined. And guys, I'm big on manifestation and like picturing your life. And one goal I wrote for myself when I was 19 in my exercise science undergrad class was I wanted to live in South Florida and the other goals i had on there was like i wanted to be a pro, i want to own a dog, i want to have a family. like i wrote 10 big life goals on there and i was broken and i needed to rebuild myself again. so when i went down to tampa florida, it was not for vacation, it was for finding my apartment which i did. um i am talking to you guys now in my new apartment. it is down here in florida and i'm so so happy. Um, and then the other thing I did too, was I started looking for dogs because I had lost my dog, um, due to this person, like chipping the dog under their name. Um, you know who you are just saying, uh, they chipped the dog under their last name. So legally the dog became theirs. This was without my consent. I had no idea. So then I had to get my own dog, um, which ironically hope is the dog that I have now. And, she is the biological sister to pepper. So pepper was my previous dog, but I remember contacting the breeder and the breeder like followed me and she shout out to Kelly. Um, She was so supportive and like loving and she knew I wanted a dog so bad. And when her puppies had puppies, they only had one female, which I told her I wanted a female and I saw her and she was perfect. And I named her Hope because I feel like dogs always give you hope, um, whenever you're struggling. And she gave me hope when I was going through a hard time. So that's why she's named Hope. But anyway, um, when I was down in Florida, I actually had a big whoosh in weight loss. I lost another three pounds, which I think part of that was I felt a relief and stress and I felt happy down there. Um, so that was a good sign to me. But then when I flew back to Ohio, Uh, my weight went back up again. So I was stuck at 130. So now I'm stressed because my first show I had planned was end of May. It was, I believe, May 25th. And I wanted that to be my last show because I had just signed on my apartment down here in Florida where my lease would begin in the beginning of June. So I wanted my last show to be in Florida. I'm sorry, my last show to be in Ohio before I moved to Florida. And I wanted the show to be a show that I've done year after year. Like I always do the same show in Ohio. And that is because that was where I did my first show ever in 2015. It's like a tradition that I do. Like I legit might even fly back there whenever I step on stage again, just be like, yo, what's up? Hello. Hello. I just love the promoters too, so and it would be a good way for me to visit family. Anywho, I digress. Um, I was getting stressed because my weight wasn't moving, and I didn't understand why. My macros were starting to get pretty low at this point too, and so that's when we started incorporating double-day steady-state cardio. So I was doing like double 45s, um, like steady-state, and my weight was barely budging, barely, like maybe – a pound or two off and I still in the high one twenties. So now we're like mid April and I'm panicking at the fact that I am not ready. Um, or feel like I'm ready. And when it comes to fat loss, guys, like you should be losing half pound to two pounds tops per week, but my weight just like would not, I'm going to swear. Cause I'm mad. I'm mad. I'll be honest my weight would not fucking move. So then from here, we did very low macros. Um, For me, my my definition of very low macros is sub 1500 calories. And then poverty macros is sub 1,300 calories. So I was very low macros, and then we started double-daying three times a week of two hours of cardio, and he said, like, get in as much activity as possible. So this is when I started walking like a mad woman, like, getting at least 15,000, 20,000 steps a day and doing my cardio. Um, We got my weight to come down a little bit from then, and I was really exhausted and sore all the time, and my weight was around one twenty five ish. And I still, you know, that's still high for me. I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to weigh heavier on stage due to the fact that now I have boobs. Um, but when you have a breast augmentation, boobs only really add like two pounds to your body weight. Um, but then I was like, well, maybe I put on like a pound or two of muscle too in my off season, which may be possible. Maybe. And that's what was going on in my head. And this whole prep, I'll be honest, guys, like I haven't really looked at my body and I don't think I've really like noticed any changes in my body. Like I'm just Nicole and I was prepping so hard and pushing so hard. And I wasn't seeing the sort of results I was seeing in 2018, where my body looked like crazy and looked really cool. Um, but also like, I think I was just so focused on my business and my clients that like I was prepping to prep but I was just focused on my business and my growth there and my move to Florida and my dog and all these other things, you know, in life, I was focused on not, do I have an ab bang today? Just saying. That was weird for me because I normally get so body obsessed with like the changes that are happening. But the other thing too, is like, there really wasn't that many changes happening in my physique. You might've noticed prep, like, I wasn't always doing like physique updates or I wasn't always showing like my new low weigh-ins because it wasn't really happening and I didn't know why. Um, So now we were like four weeks out from my show and Paul was getting stressed out at the fact that I wanted to do the show. And I was like, look, like I just don't even care if I look like I'm going to win. Like I just want to do it to do it and like have some fun with my girlfriends there and like have a little like goodbye party. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Continued to do like two hours of cardio a day, continued to push really low macros. And I was getting into like the poverty macro range and I got my weight down to around 121, 122, and that was really fucking hard. It was so hard. And I was thinking like I'm already so high with my cardio and I'm already so low of my macros, like I don't I don't know what's going on. Like, I already had like, a little red flag alert going on at this first prep. So I competed um, at this regional show. It's called the North Coast Champs. Love this show. Love Greg. Love Dean Caputo. Um, great people. Competed at it, and I didn't place, which was very comical and a good ego check, I guess, because I've never not placed. I thought I looked pretty good, honestly. Like, I had a great shape. I looked pretty lean. Um, I even had like old coaches come up to me saying like, I have no idea why you didn't place like that made no sense. Um, what had happened is I got a first call out, I was holding center and then they moved me to the end after a couple of rotations. And I took eighth again, that has never happened in my, um, competition career ever. Um, I have always placed like top three, like that's just what I do. Um, So that was a good ego check for me. And it just made me laugh. And I was like, okay. Um, it is what it is. And again, to just like looking over stage shots and stuff, like there's a lot of like, political stuff going on up there, I think, unfortunately, which it does happen in the sport, but I'm not going to blame politics uh for it. I think that, um, just other girls were doing a lot of shows in that area and the judges were seeing their faces over and over and over and over again and I was not. Um, and that worked in their favor. But regardless, um, that physique didn't get rewarded. Whatever. It is what it is. I was focused on my move because the following week I was moving to Florida. So moved to Florida, got settled in. My weight was maintaining around the 120, 122 mark, which was okay. Um I was really wanting to get into like the one, the one teens, um, and then uh, I decided I wanted to do another show because I wanted to get nationally qualified again this year. So I and I needed to get nationally qualified again this year. So I needed to do another show. Mid June, I decided to do a show out here in Florida. Um, it was a great show. It was out in Orlando, great location. I took third in my class which was a little frustrating because I had come in again at around the 120 121 mark I figured you know 3 weeks we could tighten up and get leaner didn't happen um I was still doing like the 2 hours of cardio a day I was still doing very low macros no changes were happening I competed uh I got first call out I was holding second place position and then at night which heads up guys they rejudged my class, which they don't really ever do. Like you hardly see this, but they rejudged my class. And I ended up going from second place to third place, which really frustrated me. Um, because top two qualified first and second place. Um, and I got pushed from second place to third. And then when the rejudging was happening, it was like 11 o'clock at night and I was just exhausted. That was just a long day. Um, and I was frustrated because I needed that qualification bad. I didn't care if I won, I mean, that would be great. But, like, the fact that I got rejudged and pushed down, I was like, man, like, what is this prep trying to teach me? I don't understand. So, from there, I realized I would not do Junior Nationals, which really upset me. And then I wanted to shoot for Team you So, if you guys don't know this, there's six shows in the NPC that you can turn pro at uh one is junior USAs which that is done in May uh junior nationals which is mid June there is NPC universe which is beginning of July and then there is USAs which is end of July in Vegas and then there is um North Americans which is end of August which I am not at right now but it's while I'm recording <laughs> um and then there is Miami Nationals, which is November. So they are spread out throughout the year and throughout the country. Um, and you usually have to take first first place in your class or first or second to turn pro. Um, so a little recap there. If you guys are like, like, why are you wanting to like qualify qualify for what? Like right now, all these shows that I'm competing at are amateur level shows. I can do like a whole podcast on talking about amateur level, like regional amateur level versus national level versus pro level versus like the higher pro level, if you guys would like. But I have always wanted to turn pro, pro, which you can only do at those six national shows. That being said, I need to place first or second at a regional level show to compete at the national level show to turn pro. So I was desperate and I reached out to the promoters of NPC universe. And I realized that if you took Fourth or fifth at uh, M- NBC Junior Nats, that you can do the show. And I reached out to them and I asked about my qualification due to Junior Nationals in 2018. And they said, Hey, you can do it. We will, will have you at the show. I did NBC Universe. My body did not react very well from flying from Florida to. Uh, Jersey. So I learned my lesson there. I'm very sensitive to water retention too. Like my whole prep, my weight was fluctuating all over the place as well. And I still had my period, which was interesting. And whenever I'm on my cycle, I normally gain around like seven pounds of water weight, which is super fun. But I um, competed at NBC universe. I took a third call out, which that's not good. First call out is the best took a third call out. I already knew that I didn't bring my best package to, I wasn't happy with that package. I knew I needed to come in leaner and tighter. Um, and so after that I decided I really want to put my head down and grind quote unquote grind even more for North Americans, which will be end of August. I said, I'll do a regional show. I'll get qualified and I'll do North Americans. Um, this is when we incorporated a diet break. We did a week-long diet break of slightly higher carbohydrates, a little bit lower cardio, um, and my weight stabilized, which was great. That's a great sign that the diet break is working. Um, and then I said, "I'm thinking about doing the Tampa Pro in beginning of August." Which, guys, if you don't know what the Tampa Pro is, is one of the most prestigious shows that the NPC runs, and the IFBB. So like pros come into the show as well. So I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it for the experience. Um, and then I got sick. So I got a sinus infection, which was like this cough that kept me up all the time. Just head cold, felt so weak in the gym, felt so tired all the time. And my sinus infection got a little bit better for about three days. So I, I was sick for about two weeks. Um, I got a little bit better and then it turned into the full blown flu. So then I had the flu, went to the ER. Um, I don't know if it was because I was on prep that all my symptoms were, like, exaggerated, but I had a really high fever. I was shaking, um, nauseous. I just did not feel good. But what was weird is when I had the flu, I was still hitting my macros, but I really wasn't able to do my cardio or train, clearly, because I have the fucking flu. Um <laughs> So I was laying down and resting a lot. And during this time, my weight dropped a lot. It went from like the 121-ish, 122, down to 118, 119. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit that conditioning that we wanted. But when I was looking at my physique at this weight, 118, 119, and comparing it to my last year physique at the same exact weight, I was frustrated because I looked so different this year. I don't know what it was. Like I just looked inflamed and I didn't look as lean or tight. And I thought, oh, like I have boobs now too. So like technically this should be like 116 because, you know, the two pounds were the tits, right? (laughs) Guys. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I figured I'd be looking leaner, but I wasn't. And I was really getting frustrated at it. And part of me was like, something's wrong. Like, you've never gotten sick like this in a prep. You've never not responded like this in a prep. Like, guys, I was doing two to three hours of cardio sometimes. And stepping, like, 20 to 25,000 steps a day. I was working so hard. There's times, like, in my cardio sessions, like, I would cry. Because I was pushing so hard. And, like, call and... I just couldn't push much more. And so at this time, I had started a relationship as well. Have you ever wanted to invest in coaching, but you're not necessarily needing all the guidance that one-on-one coaching has, or maybe you don't even have the money to invest in one-on-one coaching? Well, guys, I'm excited to announce that I have Nourished by Nicole that is officially launched. This is my subscription coaching program. Where what you will receive out of this is just a little bit of guidance when it comes to your training and nutrition, but you're not getting the customized approach with one-on-one coaching. However, you're getting a lot of value for a killer rate. So what you are getting is a monthly workout split. This will have you in the gym training five times a week, and it is updated every single month. You're going to receive a welcome packet, which will teach you how to progress your workouts, track your training and nutrition, and also just how to monitor your progress. You're going to receive two macro ebooks: one that will teach you how to program your own meal plan out of your macros, and just an intro to what even are macros. You'll receive a cardio guide, an ab guide, and you'll be entered into a private Facebook group where you can ask me and my coach Brielle unlimited amount of questions. And you'll even have a monthly meal plan to use as a sample guide to teach you how to program your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snacks. So guys, Nourished by Nicole, guess what the rate is? It's 25 bucks a month. Okay, that's literally like five Chipotle burritos, bowls, five Starbucks coffees. I had one of my one-on-one clients saying, this is a lot of value for a very low rate, Nicole. Are you sure about this? Yes, I'm sure. Because when it comes to investing in yourself, I understand it can be scary, but I also know that it's worth it. So if you guys are needing more information on Nourished by Nicole, check out the description below. So he saw that I was struggling and I was getting really frustrated at the fact that my body wasn't responding. And at this point, Paul was like, we shouldn't do the Tampa pro. And I'm like, okay, we shouldn't. And I felt like I had failed at that point. And then I saw that there's another competition. I was just so tunnel vision. You guys like I want, I want this pro card so bad and I know I'll get it one day, but Oh my gosh. Um, I saw that there was a show in the middle of August. I was like, okay, I will do the show. I will get qualified and I'll do North Americans. Again, North Americans is the other national show. It's end of August and you can turn pro there. That was my plan. Um got better and the fact that I saw the 118 119, I was like, okay, we we have some potential. Let's keep pushing. Um started to push. We started to grind again, starting to incorporate more cardio after I was sick. You know, I was resting during that time I was sick. Started pushing cardio more, dropping macros, no response, (laughs) no response in my body at all. Um, digestion was starting to get really weird here too. Um, not that I was constipated. I was the complete opposite. So like any vegetables I would have would like TMI go right through me. Anything. I could see that my gut wasn't digesting food. Uh, like, just, it was gross. Um, and my, I still have like gut issues right now. And then um, my hair started getting really dry around this time too. And I just felt extra tired and fatigued and starting getting more mood swings. Um, I was starting to get really food focused, like, just. Hungry. Like, I mean, I was hungry. I was eating so low calories and doing so much cardio, and I wasn't getting any sort of benefit from it. Like, my body wasn't responding. And it's different when you're prepping and you're pushing like that and you're getting a response. But when you are pushing so fucking hard and you're not getting a response in your body and you're not getting leaner and you're not getting better, um, it's like slavery. Like, that's how Paul and I were talking about it. It's like slavery. It's like you doing a job and not getting paid. And I felt like I was working and working and working and working, and nothing was happening. I was not getting paid. I was not getting, my body was not giving me the results that I was working so hard for. And at that point, I was like, I don't know what to do because I, w- I want to do the show. And I almost didn't do this last show. And I was talking to Jake, talking to S- Sarah, one of my good friends. Shout out to Sarah Ford. <laughs> I was talking to all my friends. I was like, what do you think I should do? And they said, Jake didn't say this, (laughs) but most of my friends were like, I think you need to be done. And I was so resilient. I didn't want to give up, but my body had given up months ago. My body was done. And when my hair started to like fall out, I had to like really reevaluate my life and my business. And the fact that my business is growing so much and Ah God, and I'm so blessed for that, and I am hiring my first employee, and i am I felt like I was neglecting hope by not having the energy to play with her. I just felt like I was being a selfish piece of shit and I was pumping out content. you guys know me I was pumping out content I was just trying to drown myself even more in work so I didn't have to think about prep and think about the fact that I'm like brain dead and starving. And I like looked at myself in the mirror and I had a lot of heart to heart talks with Jake and even Sarah, but I'm like, this is not what prep's about. Like, I want to set a role model for you guys in the sport that you can compete and it, yeah, you're going to have to fucking push and grind sometimes, but it should not be detrimental to your health. It should not, sorry, it should not be that way. Because if it is, do you really want a plastic trophy for your hair falling out and not being able to have kids in the future? Is it really worth it? And I think that was the first time ever in my competing career where I had to sit and ask myself, is this worth it? And I had like a moment of, I don't know what it is. I just had a moment <laughs> on the treadmill. And I was like, you know what? I envision everything in my life. I've envisioned this apartment that I'm living in. I've envisioned what my dog would look like, which all of these things look exactly like how I pictured it in my head. I've envisioned the car I drive. I've envisioned what my business would look like. Um, I've envisioned what my partner would look like, which Jake is super handsome to me, and I love him. I've envisioned everything in my life. And I think what the big issue was in this prep was, although I was pushing so hard, and yeah, I have a good physique, but this is not my pro-winning physique. This is not what I want to look like when I turn pro. This is not what I want to set as an example of, of, what a prep should look like. This is not okay. The fact that my health is being hurt, it's not okay. This is not what I pictured for my, my competing career. And I think I needed a reality check. And I think I needed someone to slap me in the face and say, you need time off. Nobody did that. Nobody slapped me in the face, but you know, who did slap me in the face, my body my body said, we're done, Nicole, we need a break. And I decided to go forward with this August show and say, you know, I think it's only fair for Jake to see me compete. It's in Orlando. It's in a great location. It's almost like a mini vacation in a way. So I decided to do the show and it went good. Um, I took second place there. My only critique was, um, you need to be darker (laughs) and get a little bit tanner. I do, I do my own tans. Um, but I've been super pale lately, so that didn't help. Um, but I took second, which was funny because you know, this whole prep, I've been trying to get nationally qualified. And once I get nationally qualified, I looked at North Americans and said, no, we're not doing it. And that's a friendly reminder too. Like guys, just because you get nationally qualified, do not feel the need to step on a national level stage and chase your pro card. If it doesn't feel right to you, or you don't feel like you look like that level. Like it's different if you have body dysmorphia, but like I was being c- incredibly objective of myself and saying, looking at the mirror, because all of this cardio I was doing, like I felt like I lost so much muscle mass. And um looking at myself, I'm like, your shoulders aren't big enough, your glutes aren't big enough or hard enough, your legs need to have some improvements, and we need to be leaner. And I was not any of those things. And if your critique is to add muscle to your frame. Ladies, you better listen. You cannot do that in a caloric deficit. You cannot do that by doing prolonged periods of cardio. You cannot change your physique while you are dieting and add muscle to your frame because muscle requires calories to build it. That being said, I knew I needed muscle and I knew I was tired and I knew I needed a break. So after that show, I decided to start my reverse diet. Um, and that was really hard for me, but I'm not. I also promised myself that I wouldn't step on stage in 2020, which a lot of you guys saw my Instagram story when I was talking about the fact that all my health markers are dropping. And I, this has been like one of the worst preps of my life, which this is not how prep should be, guys. Like, I'm sure a lot of you follow women who are prepping for shows that are like, oh my gosh, this is like the best experience of my life. I'm learning so much about my body. Like, prep's amazing. I mean, that's how prep has always like kind of been for me. And I had never experienced it being not fun. And I follow Emily Hayden. I don't know if you guys follow her. Um, And she also works with my coach, Paul. She had a similar experience in 2017 where her body just was not responding Um, She was going through a lot of life stuff, personal stuff, big dramatic events in her personal life and her body just wasn't responding. And I know that woman and she works her ass off. And I knew that I was working my ass off too. I knew it wasn't the matter of fact that I wasn't executing my macros, my cardio, my training. The thing is I was, I was every single day and my body wasn't responding. And Paul made a comment. He's like, you know, Your body reminds me a lot of Emily Hayden's right now. The fact that it's completely unresponsive, despite the fact that you have this tunnel vision and athlete mentality, and you will grind and you will work. And I was like, I know. And he said, well, you know what she did? And I said, she took time off. He said, yeah, she took about two years off of competing. So I decided to promise my body that I would take time off. And now I'm sitting at this place here, A week post show, knowing that I will not step on stage for the rest of 2019 or 2020. And I don't know how I feel about it. Um, Right now, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I have been pushing so hard. And I've been living in Florida now for two and a half months. And I haven't even explored my city. And I haven't really had the energy to go to the beach all day. And I haven't had energy to have fun date nights with my boyfriend. And I haven't been able to experience life. And I think I've just really missed that. And I wanna be an example to you guys that I'm going to get stronger and heal. And we are going to prep in the future, of course, because the stage will always be there. Guys, I compete against women who are um, in their 40s and 50s and they look phenomenal. I'm only 24. And that's the other thing too. I'm only 24. I've spent majority of my twenties dieting and in a deficit and not fully living my life. And not to say you can't fully live your life in prep, but there, there are limitations, you know, like I, I don't have the flexibility and I normally prep during the summer times. So I have missed out on a lot and I was getting really upset. I get upset when I think about it right now, but I want to get my body at a place where it feels good, which I know there's a certain number in my head that I have swimming around. But again, I know I I want to put on a lot of muscle mass and I just want to feel like Nicole again, because I feel like I kind of lost her during this prep. Um, Not that I lost her, but she, like my personality, Nicole, like my soul has been suppressed and I've been nothing but a working machine. I have grinded in my business. I've grinded in my prep. I have grinded in my life and adulting, like hashtag adulting, like everything. I'm fully independent. I don't live by any of my family members. Like I moved across the country. Um, I left someone who is <laughs> very disgusting and not loyal to me whatsoever. Like I've done all these crazy things in such a short period of time in my prep. And I think that was the purpose of prep this time around was to provide me with that structure I needed during all of the quote unquote chaos in my life. And I'm thankful for prep for that reason. It did give me that structure because when I felt like my life was out of control, I knew that I could focus on my prep and focus on myself. And I think that's the beauty of tracking macros. Um, it does allow for structure in your life when you feel like you don't have any. Um, but I think too, as a competitor, when your prep is no longer serving you and making you a better version of yourself, you need to stop prepping. And it's hard. It's hard to do that. But I'm telling you guys right now, um, it is not goodbye. This is not bashing competing. I fucking love competing. But the reason why I'm at this place is because I've never taken a good enough off season, which I will say will be a full year off of dieting. Not, oh, I competed in spring and I took the rest of the year off, and now it's spring again, and I'm competing. No, I'm talking like a full calendar year, no dieting at all, no prepping, nada. I needed to do that, and this is a message to you guys that you need to take time off. If you want to be a successful bodybuilder and compete in the bikini division, it is at a whole nother level, honey, and these girls got muscle, and you're going to need it if you want to be competitive, which I do. And I know I'm going to turn pro one day. I know I will step foot on the Olympia stage and represent the U.S. I know I will conquer these things. I know I'll be invited to the Arnold Classic one day and compete back in good old Ohio where I grew up from. I know all of these things will happen. I do. I feel it. But it's not going to happen with where I'm at right now. I need to up level and I need to evolve and change. And I need to change my body and I need to heal it. And that's only going to be done by eating and eating food. (laughs) And I'm excited for it. So I've never taken this much time away from dieting since I can remember me starting my fitness journey. And that gets me excited because I look back at pictures and I compare year to year and I feel like there hasn't been a huge drastic change in my physique. And I know the next time I step on stage, which I'm thinking will be um, in like May May, of 2021. I know the next time I step on stage, I'm going to look crazy, like crazy good. I'm going to step on the stage. The judges are going to look at me and just be in awe and think that's our winner. She's incredible. Now let's look at everybody else. I want to step on a national level stage and I do not want to be overlooked. I want the judges to look at me and think that's a pro. She's perfect. I love it. I love her look. I love the package. She is lean. She is full. She is strong. That's our winner. That's what I want. I want to be so undeniable. I want everybody <laughs> to I wanna be the girl that people save on their Instagram thinking, oh my gosh, she's gonna be at this competition. Like I'm I and I know I can be her, but I have to grow her and I have to build her. And so it's growing time now, guys. Um so I'm reverse dieting right now. I am still tracking my macros. I would say my macros are still pretty low. I'm at around a 1500 calorie range right now. My weight is trying to stabilize out from the post-show treats. Um, I've had my period consistently throughout my whole prep. Um, but this August has been the first month where I haven't had my period yet. And I think I'm going through some hormonal fluctuations just due to the fact that I've been like extra emotional, Like crying more (laughs) and just extra womanly, super fun. Um, I'm just really emotional, and I think I'm going through some sort of hormonal fluctuations right now. Digestion's off. My body's trying to find a new normal right now. So what I'm going to do is take a break from the scale due to the weight fluctuations, which again, if your weight is fluctuating in pounds, like multiple pounds overnight, where you weigh one weight, let's say, for example, like you weighed like 130 and the next day you weighed 135, that's not fat gain. Um, And I know I'm executing my macros. I'm executing my training and my cardio. I'm doing all the things. And I know that it's not a bunch of fat. Like, of course, I've probably gained at least two to three pounds of fat already. That's fine, though. um, Because that's going to put my place at a more optimal place to put on uh, muscle, which you will not be able to put on muscle if you maintain an incredibly lean body and low level of body fat percentage. So just a heads up, if you think that you can reverse diet and maintain your 10% body fat, and put on muscle, like you're wasting your time. Like if you want to get better, you're going to have to put on some weight and um, pay to play, which that is, you know, paying back the time that you spent dieting and playing as the dieting portion. So that's like my saying in reverse dieting is you got to pay to play. And I'm going to be very structured in my reverse diet for at least the first three months. Um, that means tracking and only allowing myself to like have one untracked meal, which will look like a very um, healthy choice. I hate that word healthy for food, but it will look like a poke bowl without like rice or chipotle with, um, without a lot of carbohydrates and like the fun, like guacamole and cheese. Like it will look like that. And it's not going to be more of like a fun, fun meal. It's going to be like that for a while, um, until my body can stabilize out. So again, I'm paying back all the time I spent dieting and, I need to respect my body in the reverse, and I'm not going to spend it by overeating or pushing food down my mouth when it doesn't need that right now. It just needs to be fed, and it needs to know that it's going to consistently be fed and that I'm not going to hurt it and diet and push it anymore. Um, And my body just needs to get out of that high stress state, which dieting elicits a very high stress cortisol stress state in your body. That's why so many women also lose their periods, which I'm so shook that I haven't, which, well, I take that back. I guess maybe I have this month. I don't know. Um, but I need to respect it. And my body deserves to know that it's being fed and being nourished and it's growing and that it's okay to relax now. And that I don't really care what my weight is. As long as I just have some definition, I fit in my clothes. (laughs) That's all I really care about, and. I think I'm going to embrace whatever my body looks like, but I also have a feeling that my body is going to maintain a beautiful, strong look um, and it's not going to get to a, like a weird place. So I'm excited for this off season and I hope that you guys are here along for the ride and just a friendly reminder too for those competitors out there and coaches, like if you coach, you have a lot of pressure on you to maintain this stage level lean physique. But just so you guys know, if I'm 8% body fat or 18% body fat, my brain has not changed. And I don't magically know more just because I have shreds my abs. I have my credentials. I have my experience. I have my degree. I have all of this. And my body didn't give me that. What gave me that was my mind and my willingness and openness to learn. And my, my body didn't do that for me. So being lean doesn't mean you know more. It just means you know how to uh, be in a calorie deficit for a prolonged period of time. That's it. And be structured. That's it. Which I've, I've proved it time and time again, year after year after year. And there's no need for me to continue to do that because I'm going to lose all my gains and lose all my muscle and no longer be happy with how I look, which in the sport of bodybuilding, I started it to get strong and to... Look strong. And right now, I don't feel that way. So, all right, guys, Um, that's all I have to say on my prep. I hope you enjoyed my 2019 prep, but I hope you guys are also excited to see the reverse dieting process. I will be making a comeback here on YouTube, um, podcasting on all things reverse dieting and rebuilding my metabolism. Again, I think competing is a great thing and it can teach you so many lessons, but just prep for the right reasons and really reevaluate why it is that you're prepping that is my advice to you and if the prep is no longer serving you and enhancing your life don't feel the pressure to do it so um thank you all for your support too guys if you're needing more help when it comes to your coaching I have a couple new programs going on. I have the Nourish by Nicole program. That is my subscription coaching. We also have the Get Fit in Six, which the next challenge will be coming up here shortly. Um, Actually, in the beginning of November, which I know this is a little bit early to announce that, but I want you guys to already have your eyes open on that Get Fit in Six challenge. And I wanted to do a special invite on here for just my podcast listeners If you're wanting to get community support and you are wanting more access and more content from me, I want to invite you to join my Facebook group. Okay. So what I need you to do is I need you to search Nicole Farrier's fit fam. If you guys don't know how to spell my last name, you can find that on my Instagram, um, search that group request access, and I will gladly let you into the group where you can get more support towards your fitness goals. And I'm in the group there answering questions constantly, you guys. So I thought I would just throw that invite your way. Um, because my beyond the bikini radio listeners are some of my favorite people, guys, you know, I've been wanting to, you know, grow and expand this podcast and I appreciate all of you so much. So Here is to the gains that we are going to make. And here is to Operation Pro Card. We are now officially building my pro physique.